guys, welcome back to the Highway to Heaven podcast. I'm Sophia, and today I'm flying solo. I just wanted to record this podcast episode to just be a little encouragement for this new week. I'm planning a lot of really exciting episodes with some really good friends, um, and those will be coming up in you know, the next couple weeks, next couple months. But I just wanted to have like this short little one, just me encouraging you and empowering you to grow in this episode. I just want to talk a little bit about trusting in God because that's always been something that's been very difficult for me, especially now with like a lot of decisions that I have to make for my, like in my life. Um, Now that I'm getting out of my gap year, there's a lot of things that are um, pulling me and drawing me um, in and I'm just kind of I've caught in a lost focus here and there of you know where the Lord wants me to go and, and to pause and to listen to his voice before I do you know something crazy and jump headfirst into something that maybe he doesn't necessarily want me to do like I said like trusting in God has always been something that's very difficult for me I am a control freak as a lot of people know and that I've said in like other episodes I'm a control freak so I want to I want to know the outcome of something and I want to know the plan and I want to have everything planned out on a schedule and an itinerary and I'm gonna stick to it if it kills me you know that's the type of person that I am I'm very organized um I like plans I like organization (laughs) like even like in high school I mean, I graduated three months earlier because I was so like, I'm so goal oriented and just kind of focused on getting it done. But that's a problem because now I'm taking the focus off of God and putting it on me and putting all my energy into something that I think I want and and just jumping in fully and not asking, you know, taking a minute and asking, you know, God, is this is this what you want me to do? Um, and so I gave this talk. I've given uh, several talks actually on trusting in God. And, you know, every time I give it, it's always it's really difficult because, you know, it's something I'm still learning. So for me to sit down and be like, you need to trust in God and make it sound super easy when in reality it, it isn't and it's even hard for me. And so when I start giving a talk on this, I typically just start off with like, we all know God's like our best friend, right? or your lover, or the person that, you know, you go to for everything. Now, think of, like, your best friend. Like, think of your best friend that you call every day, that you text, um, that you make plans to go and see them, like, trips and everything, and want to spend a lot of time with him, right? This idea of God as your best friend is sometimes, it's, like, kind of cliche. A lot of people use this, you know? But honestly, if you see the parallel you start to see that there needs to be some changes because if God's your best friend, then you need to, number one, be telling him everything because I know that most girls and guys tell their best friend everything, whether it's good or bad or if they need help or something like that. Now, if we are not doing that with God, that means we are taking the focus off of him and like putting the focus on somebody else who has no power (laughs) to change your you know, change the scenario, right? So let's say we we're talking to our friend about a breakup and we're just like really sad and like crying and they're there to comfort us. And we feel better sometimes, not always. We feel better sometimes when you talk to your friends and they're, you know, they're sympathizing for you. 
But now if you turn this around and now think of God who created you, (laughs) who died on a cross for you, you start to see where we're lacking focus. Because if we're putting all of our focus in our friends or in people who, like I said before, can't change the outcome or can't fix us, then we're doing something wrong. So we have to, we have to take a moment and, you know, sit down with this uh, issue or whatever you're going through right now and just like sit there and be like, okay, God, so here, here, here's my, here's the problem. Now, I know I can't just give it to you and say, figure it out for me. I'm going to have to put in the work and be praying about this all the time, but I'm going to hand it over to you so that number one, I'm not stressing myself out. Number two, I'm not becoming, you know, obsessed over this idea of trying to figure it out, but I'm laying it at your feet and I'm just letting it go. When I think of a situation that I have to let go of or give over to God, I always have, I always, it's funny, I always have this like thought, right? So, okay, if you've seen the movie Inside Out, you know how like they have the different color orbs for the Riley's memories. So I always, I don't even know why I picked this color, but I always thought of having a little orange orb, right? And that's my situation or my problem or my worry or anxiety, whatever. I'm in the chapel and I'm kneeling by the altar. And I have this orange orb in my hand and I could see like my friends behind me. Like it's a chapel that I really love and associate with a really amazing time in my life. And so I'm sitting there in front of the altar and I have this orb in my hand and all I'm doing is just looking at it and like trying to figure out what I could do in the situation to, you know, to figure it out and to just like get this off my chest kind of. Um, to work it out and make sure it has a really good outcome. So I'm looking at this thing, this orb, but then I'm like, but then I'm reminded, no, I I can't put the focus on me to figure this out because I can't. Like I, fi- I physically can't do this by myself. Like I can't physically, I can't even breathe by myself because God's the one who's allowing me to take this next breath. The next words that are coming out of my mouth, they're being allowed by him. So you know, that's super crazy to think about. (laughs) You know, it's very crazy to just sit down and be like, okay, the next word I'm going to say, God's allowing me to say because he wants me to say it or because it has a purpose. Um, But if it were up to me, I'd be dead right now because I have no power. So I'm looking at this orb, right? So I get up and I walk over to the tabernacle and I just put it on the floor. Or like basically at his feet, you know, I'm like, you know what, God here. And I've done this several, several times in my life where I've had an issue that I've just not been able to, you know, maybe overcome or figure out on my own. Go back to that scene or that thought or example. And it kind of changes it. It changes it again for me. Like I remember, oh, right. (laughs) God's on my side. Uh, I'm supposed to be trusting in him. So I have to like do the step again. But we're human. (laughs) So not every single time I'm faced with a challenge, I do that, right? So we have to be constantly reminded that God's going to figure it out for us because he isn't asking you to figure it out, but he's asking you to trust that he already has. We have to just completely let go. And again, it goes back to control freak. Like letting go is so hard for me. Like I can't do that. Because now I don't know what to, number one, do with myself. 
I'll just fill my time with like random useless things or I start worrying about something else. So there's never really peace with somebody who worries. And, you know, that's a challenge. And that's something that I, you know, I work on every day because I hate having, you know, the lack of trust and I hate fearing and I hate worrying and anxiety and all this stuff that's inside of me, the stress. I hate it. And I bring it upon myself because if I were to be 100% secure in God, then this wouldn't, you know, this wouldn't be an issue. So, you know, he gives us these sufferings and these things for a reason. Obviously, he allows all these things for a purpose. He's giving us all these like little inconveniences and worries and all these things as an open opportunity to give it back to him because he wants us, like he wants our trust more than anything. So he allows us to have these like, you know, these things in our life that we have to get past and get through. But he allows them because he's allowed, like he's opening up an opportunity to be like, okay, God, this is a situation that I can't figure out by myself. But I'm going to turn this around and be like, here, here's the situation. I'm giving it to you first instead of me trying to figure it out. When we worry about a certain situation, it shows immediately that we are attached to this world. So if we gave him every worry and sorrow and pain and and everything that stresses us out, then that means we're not attached to this world because all of those things come from this it's the root of this world it's the root of satan he's planting in our brains all of these you know all of these lies that number one we can figure it out on our own we don't need god and that's the root of being attached to this world because that's what the world is feeding us girl power we can do it ourselves we don't need men this is this it's like it's a common theme and they try to disguise it as other things it's we have to have detachment of this world and being detached doesn't mean like I'm gonna live with you know I'm gonna live on a farm with no electricity and I can't have Instagram or I don't wear shoes I don't know I'm just saying these things but that's not what it means to be detached from this world we can still be a part of it but not do the things in it if that makes any sense this is all making sense to me. I like what I'm saying. I hope this makes sense to you guys, but um, we have to seriously learn to trust rather than be attached to ourselves and take the we have to take the focus off of us. Because if we lack trust, that's already the main problem. So then we're gonna get attached to other things and the idea that we can do it by ourselves. So, you know. We have to go back and pause and trust, right? But now in our day-to-day, we often forget, again, we're human, we often forget what we need to do to turn around and go back to trusting God. So for me, I'm the type of person that needs reminders and sticky notes literally everywhere. (laughs) Um, So I have sticky notes all on my wall. I used to get like a dry erase marker and write on my mirror and window little notes and things that I would remember because it was something that I was seeing all the time. So then it would start to stuck like get stuck in my brain. It would like stay in my brain. And so I would remember it. Um, I would definitely recommend, you know, having 
notes and little reminders throughout your house, um, on your desk, in your notebook. Um, I know a lot of people who use like quotes or Bible verses as their um, wallpapers. Um, Currently, my wallpaper is a sunset because one of my favorite things that God created is the sky. And so I love the stars and the moon and the sun. I love and the clouds. Oh my gosh, the clouds. <laughs> if you're my friend, like my close friend and you're listening to this, you know for a fact that what I'm saying is so true and you can like go in my phone in my camera roll and all of it's just clouds. Um but so my home screen is a sunset and it like Oh my gosh, it's a beautiful sunset. It's like my favorite sunset ever. It um I took it a couple weeks ago do, during uh New Year's. So while I was in a field taking pictures of the sunset, there was a tornado over my house. We're not gonna talk about that. Um, but yeah, so that is just a reminder right there of God's love for me because God knows that I love the sky so much that he paints the sky all these amazing colors for a sunset just to see me smile. And like I read in He and I, like God's just such a hopeless romantic and it's literally the freaking cutest thing ever. But he like does little things for us because he knows it makes us happy. So like if you, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Like if you like flowers, you're going to probably see wildflowers or flowers all over the place. And you're just going to remember like, man, I love that. Thank you, God. And so for me, it's the sky. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, I would recommend having little quote, maybe saint quotes or Bible verses that inspire you and encourage you to continue to trust. And I know having a lot of um, saints in your life that their main virtue is trust, like Mother Teresa, my gosh, what a woman. She's actually the saint. Um, so I did the saint generator thing and she's the saint of the year for me, which is super exciting. Because, yeah, we're like saint friends and stuff, but I've never really talked to her on like a daily basis, I guess you could say, um, more than I do like with Padre Pio or John Paul II or, you know, St. Joseph, right? So um, her main virtue was trust. Like she didn't hear the voice of God for 50 years and she went out and did his work. Like that's that's huge. <laughs> and so I would suggest picking people like that to walk alongside you in your journey, especially with trust. And, you know, as for their intercession, like they're always going to be there for you. And, you know, sometimes it's difficult to like walk around with a picture of them or just as a reminder. For me, what I like to do, a lot of people know I like to wear bracelets, right? And so there's one that I have on my wrist that said restored. Anyway, it, it's a long story and just like kind of a private thing, but it's another reminder um, to me that I have on my wrist all the time, right? Um, so maybe just picking a word if like it doesn't have to be trust, but like let's pick a word and make a bracelet and keep that on you all the time or make your wallpaper Mother Teresa so that she is constantly reminding you to trust and to look to Christ rather than yourself. So those are just little ways that I have learned over the past, you know, several years of my like growth in my spiritual journey and like learning how to trust better also looking at the saint quotes because that's a huge thing too so i have really i have two favorite saint quotes right now and the first one is by saint Teresa benedicta of the cross saint edith stein right and it says just take everything exactly as it is 
put it in God's hands and leave it with him. Then you will be able to rest in him, really rest and start the next day as a new life. Okay. Dang. <laughs> this woman. Um, it's, oh my gosh. Like I have no words. Like you read that and it's like, you make it sound so easy. And the truth is, it's not that easy, but at the same time, it could be really easy. If you start to put into practice, um, let, let's say you go to work out every single day by like the first or second month, it's going to be such a habit that it's not going to feel like you're not going to dread it anymore. So once we start putting into practice, trusting in God and getting in the cycle of taking these scenarios and situations and handing it over to him rather than trying to figure it out on ourselves, we're going to feel so much better. We're going to have so much more peace and allow the Holy Spirit and God himself to work through us because we no longer are freaking out and obsessing over a situation. We now have time to sit down and rest and listen to what he's trying to tell us and allow him to guide us and lead us through these situations. And then my second favorite saint quote right now is by St. Thomas Aquinas. And it says, as humans, we only see a short distance in front of us, but God sees the entire road. Dang. <laughs> I'm telling you, these, these saints are just so amazing. So think about it. We're in a car. And I can probably only see like, also I'm like sort of blind when I drive, um, but I can probably see like solid two or three like streetlights down. Past that, I can't see how many cars are over there. I can't see if there's a, uh, an accident. I can only see a short distance in front of me, but God sees the entire road. God knows exactly what's going to happen in 20 minutes. He knows where I'm going to be going, driving, um, what situation is going to occur. He knows all these things. And so that's why we need to also stop in a situation and be like, we're only seeing some of the issue. We're only seeing half of, you know, half of what God is seeing. He's seeing the entire thing. And so this is also another, this is a perfect reminder. I used to have this on my window because I would stress, especially going to sleep, like you think about the entire day and you think about like, things that happened or that happened the day before or whatever. And you start to stress over these little stupid things. But you have to stop yourself in your tracks and be like, no, I don't know the full story. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why this is happening to me, but I do know who does. And that is God because he sees the entire road, right? So we just have to remember that God is bigger than this. God, God is bigger than all of our sins, wounds, stress, anxiety, we have to give everything over to him and he will take care of us. Like this is a huge, a huge, huge thing because once we're totally free of the stress, the worry, the anxiety, the sins, the wounds, all of it, we're going to feel total peace. Like we're, there's going to be something that's going to come up in our life that should like freak us out or make us go crazy and stress, but we're going to get the situation and be like, no. My first thought is actually to give it to God, not for me to figure it out alone. And so there are a couple steps in my life where I've had to put into practice how to trust in God more. And obviously the number one thing is thy will be done. It's like the biggest fiat ever, like Mary's fiat, thy will be done. So whenever I begin to like, you know, rely too much on myself and think I have it all figured out, I have to remind myself that his will be done and not mine. So. I have currently in my Instagram bio, in him I rise, because 
like I said before, without him allowing me to breathe and say the next word, I'd be dead, right? So in him, I rise. I get up every single morning because he's not done with me. And it's becoming something that's, it's getting a little easier to remember and a little easier to, you know, do is to get up and be like, God's not finished with me yet. I have another day of life and I'm going to keep going. Another thing that is super helpful is having a daily morning offering. And that doesn't, you know, necessarily mean like this rigid schedule that you have to follow every single day. It could, you know, you can play around with it. You can, you know, do one set of prayers today or do something different tomorrow. Like it doesn't have to be the same or it could be the same, like whatever you want. But I know when I was going through some situations a while ago that were just like stressing me out big time. The, the morning offering and the prayer that I'd say all the time was, Jesus, I give up all of the good and bad of the day. Help me remember who I serve. Because once you pray that, like the end, help me remember who I serve. Like I'm not serving myself. I'm not here for myself. I'm not doing this for me. I'm not living for me. I'm going out and living for you. So once you remember who you serve, it's going to change the good and the bad. Because... You will see everything as a gift and you will be grateful for everything that you're given, right? And I think that's an amazing daily morning offering because it's setting your priorities straight and setting the goal. And you're like, no, I know who I serve. I know what I'm going to do now and I'm going to go work. Do his will. Go work. Do his work. Um, And then basically the last thing I have for trusting in God is just to have – just grow in a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit because – I like prayed to the Holy Spirit for like a solid three or four months. There was just one, like he was just the only person I talked to. And you know, there's balance, but like he was the only person I talked to and confided in for a really long time. And the fruits that I, that I saw from it, like I saw him working not only in me, but the people around me and the situations and like my family, it was insane. It was actually just a year ago that I started my journey and relationship with the Holy Spirit, which is crazy, a year ago. But it it was a game changer. And he he really helped me. He guided me and he really helped me learn to let go. Because again, control freak, hard to let go. But him being by my side, he was like, no, we can do this. Give it over to God and we can do this together. And it was just such a guiding moment that I was it was something that I can't even express. Like I get goosebumps even thinking about because I could see the work that he was doing. Um, And so there are some really good, you know, we talked about a little bit about, you know, the saints encouraging you, finding good quotes to hang around your room maybe. Um, But Another really helpful thing is reading the Bible. And I'm always going to be a huge advocate for reading the Bible because I'm obsessed with the Bible and the Word of God. But I really, I don't think I dove deep into it until like, hmm, I think maybe sometime last year. Um, Yeah, some, maybe sometime, maybe like right before the summer. I don't know. I've had my seasons where I'm like super into the Bible and then I'll be like, no, I need a break and I'll read something else. But I've been getting into a routine for almost three or four months now of reading the Bible every day, even if it's for like five minutes, 
just find something and read it. And so my friend and I, we started reading um, a psalm a day. Um, and it was it started out as a countdown for the next time we were going to see each other. But it's become so much more than that. Like, if I don't read the psalm one day, my whole day is like trash. Because there's always something in there that I can take with me and apply it in the day. And sometimes there isn't. Sometimes I'm like, God, what the heck are you trying to tell me through this? Because I didn't understand that at all. And that's okay too. So on the 25th day, we read, make known to me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. That, and that's just, oh, the Bible's so good. And I have such a huge love for it. So basically it's just, you know, make known to me your ways. Like, Allow me to think your thoughts. Allow me to see this situation as you see it and teach me your path. Teach me how I need to go about working this out. You know, after that, like trust is so freeing. Like after you give everything completely to God, like and and being free, everybody wants to be free. Whatever situation it is, whether it's addiction, whether it's a relationship, whether it's Everybody desires to be free and happy. And so giving everything to God is not only giving you the happiness and the like the freedom, but it's also giving you the peace and the rest that we all long for. You know, it's, we're like dogs chasing our tails all the time, trying to get something that's not worth it in the end. And it's just driving us crazy. Um, so last month I was you know, feeling nervous and anxious about a bunch of things. And one night I cried out to God and I was like, God, I, re- I really need you right now. I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do in this situation. And I stumbled upon Proverbs 3 verses 24 through 26. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you rest, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, of the ruin of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from the snare. So God's got your back. <laughs> you don't need to be afraid. It literally says it twice. Do not be afraid. And like I said before, when I lie down, that's when, you know, I feel the rush of anxiety and the stress and everything. But that's the moment to hand it over and be like, God, tonight I'm resting in the knowledge that you have it all figured out for me. And I think that once you start putting that into practice, Oh my gosh, your relationship with God is going to flourish because you trust him more than you ever trusted him in your life. And and that sounds so amazing and I want that so badly. And we have to work towards that goal. So, you know, you have to work towards that goal. God listens. He's really there for you. We have to trust in him. And there's this um there's this novena the I Surrender Novena. And I know a lot of my friends have done it and have had amazing outcomes. And I've done it several times in the past. It's been amazing. But I recommend you guys doing it, trying it. It's nine days. It's literally not that bad. And it's Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. And I can't remember if it has other prayers. I don't think so. I think it just, you know, it gradually becomes like a bigger amount of times you have to say it. Like I think the first day is one and then the second day is two. You know what I mean? But I kid you not, it is like the most amazing feeling after when you're like totally feeling like you've surrendered everything to God and you could do it for a certain situation or you could just do it to increase your surrender or you could just do it every single day and put that into practice instead of just doing you know just the nine days it's up to you but I do want to mention one thing so 
I gave this talk one time to, um, I don't know if it was middle schoolers or high schoolers or something like that, um, but it was a group of kids. Um, and I was talking about trust, right? And I was like, okay, we're going to do an exercise. So think of a building and think of God. Like you don't see him, right? You you don't see God. You're just hearing his voice from the clouds. And he's going to tell you to jump off this building because at the bottom, he's going to catch you. Would you do it? And I was looking around. Nobody didn't, like nobody wanted to say anything. And I was like, dude, it's okay. <laughs> I would not jump. The truth is God has given us multiple instances in the Bible where he comes to your rescue. But since I have not, like for me, it's always a physical thing. Like I have to physically feel your presence. I have to ha- hold your hands and touch your feet and like hug you. Like I need that physical presence in my life to be able to fully trust. And so that's also another reason why it's very hard for me to trust. But I asked him this question and nobody wanted to say anything. And I was like, okay. So if God told you to jump off a building and he said he'll catch you, would you trust him? I, I had asked him again, right? And then I was like, okay, now, if Iron Man or the Hulk or Spider-Man or any of the superheroes, if they told you to jump off a building, would you jump? And I saw some people like nod their head yes. <laughs> and I was like, good answer. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. The truth. Yes, I would jump. If Hawkeye and um, Loki were at the bottom of a building, hell yes, I would be jumping. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Because... Jeremy Renner, I've seen him do some great things in those Marvel movies with that freaking bow and arrow. (laughs) Not me fangirling right now, but I would jump because they have shown me physically that they're able to save me and rescue me from falling off a building. But here's the thing. Those characters are not real. I'm trusting somebody that isn't real. And yet I can't trust somebody who is, number one, giving me multiple signs in my life and in the lives of my family that he is real, but I can't trust him because he's not physically in my face and I can't hold his hands. Like, that's where we need to check ourselves because we have to get to a point in our relationship with Christ to totally trust in him. Like, we have to, we have to get to that point that we totally trust in him because if not, like, What fruits are going to come out of that relationship? I can't have a friend and not be able to tell her everything and not trust her with a secret. Or with something that's going on in my life. I I can't, that that relationship's not going to work. It's not going to flourish. And letting go, you know, letting go is very difficult. Letting other people help you is difficult. I have a problem with that too. I don't like other people helping me. I want to figure it out on my own. And again, trust. That's where I lack it. And, you know, trusting someone you can't see is even harder. So if I don't see God and he tells me to jump off a building, I'm not going to do that because <laughs> I'm scared. And again, this this all has like a root to it. Not trusting is out of fear, out of worry, out of maybe something happened to you in your past where you you thought you could trust somebody but you couldn't and that has made you the way that you are maybe has made you bitter or has hurt your feelings and you're like I'm closing myself off we have to find the root of the situations um my root is a control freak and I'm afraid of letting go that's my root um but once we do that like I said before we'll be so so free and oh my gosh the fruits 
they're just going to be in- insane. We're going to bear so much fruit and our relationship with him is going to flourish. So, yeah, I just wanted to share those things with um, you guys today. And I just wanted this to be like a shorter podcast episode just for some encouragement because I know that especially with a new year, everybody's just like, oh, this is going to be a sucky year, just like the past couple of years have been. What can we expect? I'm telling you, if you start this year with God by your side and, and, and with a goal in mind and allowing him to to be there with you, walk alongside you and especially with the saints too if you like do the saint generator i kid you not an amazing saint is going to just come to you and i really don't want to be one of those people that is that is like oh this year is going to suck it's a repeat of 2020 what are we going to expect like oh my gosh here we go the new thing with the whole covid's coming back whatever the second wave i don't even know anymore i try not to pay attention to that stuff Um, everybody needs a vaccine. Like all of these things are clouding our brains and it's only turning us more negative. And that's not what God wants. And I'm the type of person that wants to see the good in every situation, the good in everybody. And this year I want to see the good in it. I want to take the next year and pour out my entire self into my relationships, into my family, into you know, the podcast into ministry. I, I really want to do that with my life because I feel him calling me. I feel him pulling me to do that. And so I really don't want to be one of those people that are just like, no, this is going to be a sucky year and just start picking out all the negatives already. Like today, today is the sixth day of January. It's been a rough six days. Like, my gosh, you wouldn't believe. But I'm not focusing on that. I'm not looking at the arguments. I'm not looking at, um, you know, having to say goodbye to long distance friends. I'm not looking at, I don't know, just a lot of different situations. I'm not going to focus on the negative when I can focus on the positive and invite God into that because he's going to work through it. And there's always, there's always a reason. He always has a reason for whatever he does. And we have to trust that. So, what I said before, I just wanted to have a small little chat. I mean, it's a pretty long episode, I feel like. Um, but I just want to share that with you guys because I think this could be a really good encouragement, especially for this new year. So I'm really glad that you guys listened to the podcast today. Um, share with your friends, share with your family. We have a, a lot of really exciting stuff coming up um, and a lot of amazing people who are going to share their testimonies and encourage y'all to encourage you to, you know, grow in your faith and to grow in your relationship with Christ. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening. I didn't pray. Actually, I didn't. I just remembered right now. I didn't pray in the beginning of the podcast, but I will end it with a prayer. Um, I was, I wanted to pray this specific prayer. So, so the prayer that I want to pray is a prayer that Saint Ignatius wrote, and he included it in his spiritual exercises. So, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will, all I have and possess. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Again, give everything you have this year to God. 
all the good, all the bad, the pain, the worry, the joys, the excitement. Give it all to him. He wants it. He's waiting for you to allow yourself to just fully immerse yourself in his love and to give him everything. I'm so blessed to be able to do this for a whole entire year. I can't wait for you guys to hear the rest of the exciting things we have coming up. Thank you guys so much and we'll see you in heaven.